get pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, see if good things will happen for us. Yep, we're back. Episode 15, we are just dishing it. I am Benny, joined by Derek and Tudes, as always. Welcome back, everybody. Just want to do a quick shout-out. Thanks to everyone for all the support so far. So much more to come. I, I'm i just – I've had such a blast doing these. I'm really glad we're able to do it. All you guys listening, thank you so much. Not possible without you, as you know. But Tudes, Derek, we'll start with Derek, the producer extraordinaire. Derek, how's it going this week, man? Ooh, not too bad. Busy week as always. We got a concert this week. We got a big, big concert this week. Almost Queen, you know, goes without saying, almost Queen. But yeah, um, yeah and then a little, little day trip tomorrow down to uh, down to Erie to uh, show the uh, OHL boys what's up with some skate skins. Oh so. yeah, they were eating them up, yes, eating sir. them up, and they're that appetite's just gonna get increased. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear the report on that coming back. Yes, Very sir. excited. It's going to be a fun day. Fun, fun day. Tudes, line it up, buddy. What's going on? Life's good. Um, spent some time uh, helping out at the old golf course I used to work at this past weekend. So got a couple rounds in. I think the swing is back. So we're, we're we feeling good some, about it. I got to interject. Spent some time helping out. Can yeah, you, I worked uh, all weekend, you know, oh, you on worked. my days off, right. yeah. For a second there, I thought you, so, were, you were dancing around some court-mandated sort of thing. Oh, no, no, like no. No, <laughs> no, no, no criminal record yet, so. Yeah, yet. Yeah. that's beauty. Nah, the, the, the swing coming back is good, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm still searching. It's a good feeling. How are, how are you doing today, bud? Uh, not too bad. I'm doing all right. It's been a long day, but the fun part's here. So, fun parts here. Uh, I don't know if it matters. Well, I mean, this might be our longest intro ever, but we're just making Matt sweat there. So, <laughs> let's get right into it because this guy was kind enough to help us out in the beginning when we were first workshopping this whole idea. It's been too long since we've got him back on for an official episode, but this one's going to be really interesting and I'm excited about it. Everybody, please welcome the Conquer CEO, Matt Byer. Matt, thanks for coming back, buddy. Glad we finally do this. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Pleasure. Not, nothing short of a pleasure here. We know this one's going to be a lot of fun. I know you you just got back from some softball. Yeah, just had a, uh, a contentious softball game. So. Contentious? Uh, I was back and forth. Oh, okay. Losing at the end. But, any uh, any arguments, any brawls, bench clears, anything to report? Some dirt no, kicking no, on an umpire, no. nothing fun like that? No, no, nothing on our field. The, the field next to us, there was some, uh, some screaming, but we <laughs> yeah. stayed out of it. That's good. Ima- imagine getting out of work and going to a slow pitch softball game ready to choose violence. Like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, Tudor, you played in that you played in that beer league a couple summers ago at the Harbor Center. So I, mean, I know hockey's a little different than yeah. softball, I guess. But 
Hey. I mean, a contact sport, I think, is a little bit different. But, yeah, I mean, anytime your your team's leading the league in penalty minutes, game misconducts, suspensions, ejections, you know, you're doing Charles, something. A little Charlestown uh, chief of action, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Matt, let's, uh, let's jump right into it here. Um, so... You know, you were you were our first guest uh, when we first came over to uh, test out the podcast here. Um, so glad to have you back on. But um, I want to talk to you a little bit about our venture here. Um, so you and I, what a dick, what a dick! I didn't even I didn't even do that. I didn't. You just did. <laughs> he was so excited. He got the little Dexter's Laboratory going. <laughs> he didn't mention Benny. Yeah, he's oh, a son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Matt Byers, the CEO of Conquer. His business partner is my co-host, John Tudor. All right. Take it. Take it. Uh, but uh, our venture um, with another friend of ours, Jack. Uh, Soon to be me, too, except I just put yeah. myself in quite Yeah, I don't know. You put yourself in the doghouse yeah. there. But yeah. um, We'll get you involved. Yeah. I'll, I'll go sit yeah. in the Don't mind me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's start out, jump right in. Let's talk about Conquer. Um, if you want to give everyone a little background about, um, you know, you're the mastermind here. So kind of what the idea is and what direction we're going. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess I'll start, I'll start back at the beginning. Uh, originally from Rochester, New York. That's how I good friends with two here. We met in high school, um, stayed connected afterwards, um, went off to school. And actually when I was a sophomore in college, I developed a dairy allergy and it was really awful. It's impossible to navigate. Um, and that always got me thinking that whenever I was out at a restaurant, I'd have such a hard time eating from a menu, um, especially because a lot of these restaurants had no idea what was even in the food that they were serving. So you ask them a question like, what can I eat with a dairy allergy? The waitress half the time runs back to the chef. And then half the time, they ask the chef and the chef doesn't even know what, what's good and what, what you can eat safely. Um, so I, I knew there had to be an easier way for people with food allergies to, to navigate eating out um, because it can be pretty uh, anxiety inducing something as simple as just, just going out to eat. So that's when I started thinking about ideas of, of what could be done differently. And then I had a few entrepreneurship classes in school. I, I minored in entrepreneurship, something I've always enjoyed, always wanted to kind of do my own thing. Um, and one of our, our capstone classes, I actually pitched this idea to the class, an idea for an app that would help you eat out at restaurants, um, and then didn't even follow through on it. I uh, ended up working with another friend on a different idea for that capstone project. Um, so kind of sat, uh, sat on the shelf for a couple of years. Um, and then this past year I was reading, um, uh, a self-improvement book. I, I think Johnny's mentioned this one before on, on previous podcasts, but the miracle morning, just all about getting up early, starting your day, right. Exercising, reading, um, putting your time to better use all that. Um, and part of the book was having an accountability buddy. So I shoot John a text. I say, hey, John, buy this book. We're reading it. We're doing like everything it says. And at the end, we're we're starting a business. Um, so he's like, all right, yeah, I'm fired up. Like, let me buy this. He bought it like a second later. 
I think he might have even finished the book before me. I was only through like. Oh, buddy, he had Matthew. Mc I told him four <laughs> months after I got Matthew McConaughey's book, he had it read in a day. I'm still oh in chapter yeah, three. He was flying through books. All right, to 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 go back to that though, there's there's two things. I mean, one. Matt kind of started it out last year and got me back into reading. And I've been an absolute machine for the last year reading books. But, you know, it was funny because when Matt had texted me that, I remember I said yes right away. And I think before he even responded back, I had the book ordered on Amazon and it was going to be there in like two days. But I always told people that. And maybe it's why things have kind of progressed the last year. But, you know, when they say like, oh, like, you know, if your friend jumped off a bridge, would you do it? Like, I tell people, if Matt jumped off a bridge, I'd be flying through the air before you could even ask me if I was going, you know. Yeah. So we uh, we jumped right in there. But, yeah, got, got on the train and uh, haven't looked back, right? Yeah. So I guess after all, all of that talking, we'll, we'll get to the actual idea. Um, and they, at first it was just we wanted to log – every menu item and every ingredient in those menu items and just have the restaurant tag the food allergens that are contained in each item. So then you could go in and create a profile, select for me, I would select my dairy allergy. Um, and then when I look at your menu, anything that contained dairy would have, would pop up in bold red text or strike through text, something like that. So then I could kind of navigate the menu a little easier, look at it and say, all right, these five or six, I obviously can't eat. They're all struck out. Um, but then focus in on the few that I could eat. And that way I'm not constantly going back and forth asking like, can I have this? Can I have this? Um, Cause it, it's annoying being the one guy at the table. Like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm troublesome. Like it's going to be a little while. Um, so, and then that has since progressed into more of a, three-tiered like bucketing system um so rather than looking at the granular ingredients um we're still doing that on the back end but the front end will be three buckets one being food menu items that are safe for you to eat the second being menu items that would be safe if you substitute an item or two and we'll tell you what you need to substitute and then the third one being foods that you just can't eat. Um, there's no substitution available. So just really um, aggregating it in a way that's super easy for someone to to tell what they can and can't eat. So are you thinking like, so the tier system, would you pick that beforehand or each time you pull up a restaurant's menu, those categories are gonna go where it's gonna be like, eat, you can have it as it comes, Middle, you got to customize it, do a little re re remix, or just don't touch it. That's essentially yeah. what. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the idea is you'd, you'd pick your restaurant, then you'd select any combination of allergies. And uh, actually, um, we've expanded a little past allergies as well to include vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free. Um, so pick any sort of dietary restriction you have. And then in the back end, our, our brilliant uh, CTO has made it so it'll populate those three different buckets uh, based on what you select. That's beautiful. Yeah, because, dude, I remember when we were, you know, it was still, it was so many months ago. I, I don't even remember what month it was when we, we initially did this, but, like, I don't know, the 
it's just funny hearing already we're, we're so early in this conversation, some of the progress you guys made. And we specifically talked about how scalable the, just the idea based on the food allergies is because there's so many other layers to nutrition, food and, you know, whatever else. Right. So it's something that you can easily keep building on and you guys have already started to do it. So again, beautiful stuff. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. We're, we're excited to, to get going, get selling the restaurants and, and that. So been a lot of, a lot of background work, a lot of setup and, and planning. And I think oh, yeah. we're, we're getting close to, to actually pitching a product. Yeah, definitely, definitely getting close here. We actually just got our LLC paperwork kind of done and submitted this week to, to officially become a company and, and have things going that way. So Benny, as, as we get a little more organized here, you know, we'll be, we'll be approaching you about, uh, you know, some involvement for you there. Cause we know, we know you, you've been all over this for months since you've seen, uh, <laughs> since you've seen me start posting stuff and you've seen, you've talked to Matt and I and, and things yeah. like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think too, one thing I wanted to, to talk about, you know, while we're on the conquer topic is, um, bringing in that other, bringing in the, our other teammate here, Jack. Um, so Jack came on as our chief technology officer. Um, he's a full stack developer. So he does, he does it all. The, the man's a wizard. I mean, programming websites, apps, everything like that. I watched um, him for like five minutes and I was like, he was like, Oh, just zooming around. Like, Typing all sorts of stuff. I was like, "All right, dude, this is impressive." <laughs> it's insane. Cody it, is insane. It's so cool too because he was a, a buddy of mine from college, and Matt had actually met him a few years ago when he visited Buffalo uh, before Jack had moved out of Buffalo. And it was funny because I was thinking about it, and there was so many parallels between that and Dishon to me, right? Where you had you know, a couple guys that had an idea and, and started to work at it, but you were missing that, you know, kind of a really important piece of the puzzle. And then you add, add a third, third leg to the, uh, to the beast there and, and really get after it. So um, definitely, yeah, I, you know, can't do it without everybody all hands yeah. on back. No, for sure. Dude, it's, you're bringing, because there's, I, I tie it back to like, um, excuse me, when we were like, I don't know, back in college, because it was like, oh, Matt's going for business and stuff, which makes sense. Right. But so like conventional thinking, you'd be like, well, I guess I should go for business too. Where it's just like, eh, sure. Maybe I'll pull a, a, a couple different things out of the classes that maybe Matt was taking a snooze during that lesson or something. Right. Or they just, they skipped that topic at his school, but they covered it in mine or something silly like that, where it was just like, all right, what, what other outlook or viewpoint could I bring that's different than what's already there? Like, you know, mm -hmm. the, you know, Matt's family and all that stuff. Right. Like, you know, he, he comes from like, that's just in a lot of ways, it's second nature to him. Maybe I guess is a good way to put it where I just wanted to bring a different perspective sure. rather than just, you know, follow suit and just do something overly basic and obviously that the parallels are right there you, you know you guys are just talking about watching him code for a few minutes and you're just like 
Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> Glad you're here. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do the same thing watching him design. That's <laughs> watching that. I'm just like, oh my god, the things he thinks of and everything. But either way, no, the the parallels. I think it's you're dead on with that, in my opinion. Yeah, huge shout out to Jeff. Because I mean, without him, we're we're just idea guys and that uh, <laughs> business focus, right? Um, nah, he, here he is. He's he's helping make it happen. Um, one, one thing I wanted to ask you a little bit about more, Matt, because in all of our conversations i actually don't think i've ever asked you about it but um i know i i took like two entrepreneurship classes at canisius just as like a like a business elective but i know you kind of focused on that a lot in your studies along with accounting and i mean it, it kind of surprises me that a lot of schools and business schools don't really stress pushing kids toward entrepreneurship classes but I mean, what what did you find valuable about learning some of those things and those concepts early on? Yeah, I think it was it was cool because it was something in school that I was like actually passionate about. Um, so you kind of go through your day, you have your course load that you may care about, you may not. Um, but the entrepreneurship courses always suck out and was always something that I actually enjoyed. Um, and it was great because you got exposed to all sorts of social entrepreneurship. Um, I took a funding new ventures course. course. Um, and then I think my favorite one was our, our capstone course, which was basically, all right, everyone in the class is going to pitch an idea. We'll pick four or five of them, split up into teams and go out and start a new venture. Um, the old group project. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so that's that's actually where I had pitched. I think it was that that first idea that um, bold bold text to to signify that you can't eat it or uh, strike through whatever. Matt, can I interject really quick? Did you yeah. have the name picked out when you pitched this? Not in not in school. No. No. Okay. Uh, that's something I I came up with last year. Um, okay. But so yeah, we we all tossed out ideas and then voted on them, and the, the most popular ones got picked. And then one of, one of my friends. Uh, pitched an idea for some augmented reality sunglasses um, for sports training. So I was all into that. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, so uh, me being a big golfer, I was like, oh, okay, like we're going to have Phil projected right in front of you, teaching you how to chip. Chirping and you that, too. And that's what I was like, nice all putt. right. I'm, nice I'm, putt, loser. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, read some greens with the AR glasses telling you like yeah. the break of the green and stuff like that. Um, the Tiger Woods yeah. 09 grid on the putting yeah. green. Yeah, Tiger there you oh, go. Yeah. Um, so I I voted for that one. I was like, ah, no one's gonna really like like this food allergy one. Like, I'm probably the only one here that's even impacted by it. And it so happened that like four other people voted for mine and ended up working on it, and I wasn't even included in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, through like the whole class, like most of it was like, get out of the building, do stuff. So we, me and my partner went out to driving ranges, talked to people, talked to golfers, asked them like what they were using, what they were doing. And um, this other team was talking to, to people that were affected by food allergies. Um, and they actually turned it into kind of a, a cookbook of food allergies. That's where they pivoted to. Um, but I, I pitched the idea and I was like, no, this this is the way it should be done. And it took me 
what is it now? Four years removed from school. And <laughs> hey, finally working on it. Yeah, and it, sorry, I was cracking up there because yeah. I'm thinking like this guy. He just likes to golf. He wants to work on a sport thing. But here, here's my idea for something. You guys go work on that. I'll take notes when you present. That's beautiful. Yeah, work work smarter, not harder. I guess. So maybe it was they, they, yeah. they may have steered it a different direction, and I never would have picked it back up again. So. Right. No. no. I, that's now, cool, do you though. think? Do you think, Matt, if you had been on that team, right, and you had worked with them and been a part of the decision to kind of pivot it to a cookbook, and then the class ended, and you kind of, I guess, quote unquote, executed your idea, right? Um, do you think you would have tried to pick it up again a few years later, or do you think you would have just looked at it and been like, "Oh, tried it, been there, done that"? Yeah, no, I. I think it might have been that case where like we went through this whole process of trying to start this new venture and decided based on feedback that they were getting, I, I'm not sure who they were talking to or, or the quality of the feedback they were getting, but, and I don't know if they even had firsthand experience either. Like that's some valuable insight into what it's like to eat with a food allergy. Um, but yeah, if we had pivoted to, to their, their cookbook, I'm, I'm not sure I would have, a few years down the road been like no let's really do it this way um but that was the vision i had from the start and now we're making it happen that's that's what it's about man i mean it's not everything not you know so much of life it feels like a race i mean you know we're all fighting the clock right technically the the clock's always ticking for everybody but you can't think about it that way you gotta you gotta make the right moves you gotta you know, you got to know when to when to kind of sit back, when to floor it in, in a lot of ways. You know, that's a lot of what I've taken from, you know, the, you know, it feels like a long time, but it really isn't in the big picture that, you know, experience with things, you know, trying to grow early ideas and, and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, it, I often, I feel like stories happen how they're supposed to happen in a lot of ways. And, you know, that's, and I always, you know, off, off the recording, right. When I'm, you know, I'm sort of joking with the boys here for all our listeners. When I say, all right, when am I getting to the board meeting? And I'm really not joking because this idea is uh, to me is special because people think about it from, you know, there, there's all this focus on what you eat now. You know, we all, you hear the horror stories of, you know, chemicals, you, you know, we have there's a lot of stuff, your regular bag of whatever you can't pronounce half the ingredients, you know, whatever angle you want to take vegan, vegetarian, all that sort of stuff. At the end of the day, this idea is opening up things for people that, you know, they, uh, Matt, you're, you've been talking about it. I know Tudor deals with the two, you know, being that guy or that person at the restaurant who makes things difficult, quote unquote, right? When you're ordering your stuff or you put pressure on the, the waiter who's just doing this, the waiter or waitress who's just doing to make some extra money, just trying to, you know, whatever. They're not, they don't have this knowledge where you're providing something that it puts it at, you know, like so many other things in our society, it's right at their fingertips. It's right at the person's ordering fingertips. How many people would, you know, to spend time with friends and family would like just cook or something like they wouldn't go out and see new places, see cool things. This idea that you guys put to use and are going to be rolling out soon 
you're making that a reality. That's what I think about when I, you know, why I love this idea so much and why I'm joking, but I'm not fucking joking at all saying, get me in the boardroom. I want to help with this sort of thing. Right. Like it's fascinating to me and I, it's an awesome idea. So it's, a, you know, functionally where it's like, you know, health wise and all that stuff, you guys are doing an amazing thing too, but you got the next layer where there's going to be people that are so impacted by this. They're, you know, if, if they got a chance to like meet you guys, they're going to be like, thank you. Thank you so much. This, you know what I mean? Like it, that's not what it's about the recognition or anything. Right. But it's just cool to know your work and all that extra time getting up early and, you know, putting in work after day jobs, it's worth it. You're making a real difference. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's some of the feedback we've been getting um, when we first started, started posting about it, starting getting our name out there. Like just got such a great response from all sorts of people being like, Hey, this would help a lot. Like I, I struggle with this or this would, this would be great. Like, I can't believe like this doesn't exist. And that's something where like, yeah, the restaurant industry has been getting like more focused on healthy options, more focused on transparency, like locally sourced ingredients, um, all that stuff. And I, I think the next step is like food allergy awareness and advocation. Um, Cause it's, it's kind of amazing that 2021 and you still like, you can't go out to eat safely. Um, so <laughs> we're, we're trying to push that. And, uh, and really that was a funny it. thing I did too. When we did the practice, not to cut you off, Matt, but I said like, I think I might've started the episode. I'm like, you mean to tell me no one's thought of this yet? No. And I was like, no offense to you guys. I know you're smart guys, but it's just, it's amazing. Right. Like, it's just, I'm glad yeah. you, I'm glad two two people I like, you know, thought of it. So I'm fine with that. But for everybody yeah. else's sake, I wish it came along sooner, but either way, and we can't, we, uh, we can't take sole credit. We do have a couple competitors out there, uh, but they're operating on out on the West coast. Um, and I think we're just, we're going to be starting up in the Northeast. Uh, there's, I mean, there's nothing widely available. That's the thing. Um, there's some stuff out there, but I mean, yeah, just not available to, to who really needs it right now. You're getting a pony in the race. That's what, that's what matters right there. You're getting one on the track. That's, that's what we're doing. I like it. Yeah, it's absolutely. That's, that's Got to put your name in there, but you know, like, like Matt was saying too, like the feedback was was unbelievable and just like you were saying Benny with just knowing that it's going to help people too and I think it helps that Matt and I both have those food allergies so we definitely relate to that and you know we're the type of guys that if we're going out to eat like you know someone throws in the group message hey we're going to dinner here tonight like you're going on Google you're pulling up that menu and then you're trying to figure out like what are what are two or three options that would be safe for me to go with tonight so that you're not blindsided when you get there? Yeah, you're Something, doing homework to go out to dinner. It's right, exactly. And I mean, it's it's one of those things that I think a lot of people don't think about. Um, or even like when we go out to dinner, like, you know, my girlfriend will text me uh, during the day or if the two of us are sitting there together and she'll be like, hey, what do you think about this restaurant? Can you find something that you'd eat there? Um, and it's just, it'd be nice to have a tool like this, you know, with Conquer, where, you know, someone in that situation can just go to the restaurant and, you know, boom, here's, here's the 
you know, five or six menu items I can have. Here's five or six that I can substitute one thing. And here's five or six that I know I have to stay away from no matter what. So. Yeah. And that, that's the, the thing you, you touched on is you always get the question like, hey, we're going out to eat. Take a look at the menu. Do you think you can eat something here? And like for you and me, like dairy allergy, tree nuts, dairy can be hidden. Um, and some things we wouldn't think about that can make it tough. Um, but you can generally find something to eat. I've I've been to one restaurant where they could not serve me anything, uh, which was which was wild. Um, but just thinking about people that have multiple allergies and like are more impacted by this, like they have a nightmare to go out to eat, and that that's why people avoid restaurants if they have serious allergies like that. Um, so if we can just help that to a small degree, like that'd be a that'd be a big win. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be awesome. And two, when I, I know, I, again, I brought it up when we did the practice run months ago when we were workshopping the idea for this podcast, let alone, you know, you know, the stuff you guys are doing with Conquer. I offered two what drew me to it. It's funny because I, I don't have, as far as I know, I don't have any serious, like I might have some intolerances. I might have, I don't know, but I don't have a diagnosed allergy to foods or anything like that. So that was something where I, in a weird way, I was immediately drawn to it because I have friends and family members, obviously, that deal with the stuff. But, you know, it's a problem that exists in society that could be solved. And, you know, it, it was very intriguing. And obviously with, you know, Matt and Toots here having to deal with allergies of some kind, I, I offer a, a different perspective of, okay, you guys are always going to be able to to nail down people that, you know, have allergies and avoid restaurants or you're going to have that demographic where how can you, how could, you know, someone like me help where bring in the people that maybe don't have to deal with that on, you know, as serious or as focused of a level. Right. And again, I talked about it with the scaling of it and why it's, it's again, it's just such an awesome idea, but now the, I don't know. <laughs> I get jazzed up about this one with my boys here. It's fun. And I it's think like a, so. dude, it's like a little bit of a flashback from early gestation in a lot of ways. That's why I get so giddy. I, I think real. I think the thing too, Benny, is like we've been looking at it like that. And I know, you know, Matt and Jack and I have been bouncing stuff back and forth. And and part of it too is um, you know, like Jack's girlfriend, for example, is vegetarian. So when we were in college, if we were going out to eat. You know, she would look at menus and figure out and we knew like what restaurants had good options for her and things like that, where what's there's also a value to the restaurant side of this, because say Matt and I are going out to eat and we're going out with the rest of the justician crew and it's you and Derek and Cav and Keeler um, and we got, say, six guys going. If there's a restaurant and Matt and I look at the menu and we can't figure out if there's somewhere that we're going to eat. Well, now that restaurant doesn't get sales from a group of six, right? Yeah. Cause now, now the whole group is going somewhere else. So yeah. it's going to, it's mutually beneficial as well. Cause now you use a service like this. We look at it as, you know, people with food allergies and we can say, okay, like this is a safe spot for us. And the rest of the group's like, all right, cool. We'll go there. You know, now six, now six people are rolling in for dinner. Yeah. Nailed it, man. That's 
again, just the different ways you can think about it and yeah, all good stuff, honestly. But Matt, I mean, I wanted to ask you, you know, being the CEO, being, being the, you know, the captain of the ship here, what, I guess it's, it's early, right? But how has, what has been the biggest thing so far that you've learned that you think you can apply, you know, within, you know, the first year that you could apply to maybe the next five years or 10 years with this, this venture? Yeah, I, I think the coolest thing so far has been um, just like the amount of people that have been willing to help us. Um, so whether that be, we've had some great mentors. Um, some of my dad's friends have, have been pretty involved in, in helping us out, um, even just reaching out to some former alumni. We've we've talked to other CEOs of companies. We, we talked to a CEO of another allergy-focused company. Um, I think he was... He was in Europe, he's from Canada, and he's been doing this for 15, 20 years. Uh, we connected through Instagram, just, just had a chat one day. So I, I think just seeing how willing other people are to help, and if you just reach out to them and you have a, a great story to tell and you you mean well, like people are, are really willing to help you. And it's it's been, yeah, it's been really cool seeing the, the people we've been able to talk to um, and the insights insights we've gotten from them. Because that's where that's where we actually pivoted talking to, to somebody and they were saying um, there might be a better way to do this or like what's easier on the restaurant side because we need their buy in. Um, but also what's great for the consumer as well. Um, so just like we, we talked about earlier, just getting different perspectives. Um, and uh, and that's been huge. Uh, having more eyes on the product, uh, getting people more people involved. Um, at some points, the, the three of us can can talk ideas back and forth, um, but it, it takes that fourth, fifth person to to really bring a new insight that that helps push us along. Yeah, I love it. I see, I see Derek dropping casual beer pop in the chat here. <laughs> you got me there. That's why he, that is why he is our just stud producer right there. The the things he picks up in sound sight. All that good stuff. Derek is the man. I hear it all. It doesn't slip past. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the detention hall teacher, but we like him. That's how we know he's not falling asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Uh, that's oh, good stuff. Don't, don't, don't jinx me there, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he would never do that. He has too much fun just, just being there, captain in the, captain in the ship on the production side. You know, making sure we don't you know, just crash and burn on the show here. But, um, and so, I mean, dudes, I kind of wanted to, I, I mean, I asked Matt that question because I wanted to bounce it to you, obviously, too. From your perspective, what's kind of been the biggest thing you've learned or take away from like the first year or so doing this that you think you, you learned the most from, obviously, or something that you think you want to apply going forward? Yeah, I think other than the connections Matt's talked about, because you know, it's been just unbelievable, the people that have been willing to talk to us. But um, really a couple things, and one of them is it's it's not a sprint, right? I think in my head when Matt had brought this idea to me, I was like, all right, sweet. And that was probably like last August, Matt, right? Yep. So. I mean, I was like, in my head, I was like, sweet, let's do it. And then I'm thinking like 
now we'd already be like in restaurants, things like that. But no, it's a, it's a slow process, but you've got to just kind of stay with it and, and keep, keep the momentum, keep that positive thought train going. Um, and the other thing too, is I guess over the last year working on this, it's surround yourself with people that have similar mentalities and drives like that. Um, you know, I, I talk all the time, obviously with Matt and Jack, but then, you know, with you guys at Justician, um, a good friend of mine, um, out in Seattle, Chase, um, that started a couple of his own ventures and just really staying in tune with other people that are, you know, either creative or working on their own businesses and things like that, because those are the people that when you do start to hit that week or so where you feel like you're in a rut and you're losing momentum and you just kind of want to like take your foot off the gas, you have a conversation about their business and then it really motivates you to start working on your own again, even harder because you know that they can do it. And so can you. Definitely. Yeah. That's something John we've talked about and that that's why I love the dishing guys. Uh, I'm just as excited to, to hop in and mix it up with you guys as uh, Benny, you're, you're looking to get in with us. Uh, so I'm looking forward to my next trip out to Buffalo, uh, play some golf. We'll, uh, oh yeah. But, yeah. We're going to, we're going to have to get a few rounds in buddy. Cause we, yeah, I'm excited. Tudor, Tudor let us in on, you know, the little, uh, when you, you're, you're thinking you're going to be back around and stuff. So, oh yeah, well, we'll, we'll dive into yeah. it for sure. Cause I know, I know Maddie's always down. Our Maddie's always down for a nice round. Cavo, Derek, obviously. Get the got to throw the lefties in there. Get some uh, two. Uh, two teams. Oh, we'll get we'll get some good wagering going. We'll see who's buying dinner and you know challenges we have to order from the Conquer app. Can't use paper. <laughs> no paper menus up in here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely be doing that. I I appreciate that. I know all of us addition do too. That's that's cool. And that's, that kind of ties into even why, um, you know, starting this podcast, like obviously there's, there's benefit for us as a brand. We, you know, it's a, it's a channel that we can use to promote things more in depth maybe, or, you know, people, a lot of times will see our, you know, the new hoodies, for example, on Instagram, where, you know, as we go on, we can bring our Maddie back on, like, because and we can just kind of go through the conversation I had with him when he sent me the prototype of the hoodie. So I'm like, all right, time out. Where the hell did you even think of this? Like, because I mean, I say that for most of the stuff he comes up with because it floors me half the time. So it's just, and you know, and let him tell the story behind it, and maybe that connects people to like, that's so cool. I want to have this piece. Like, that's the art of it. That's it's another way to kind of explain that sort of stuff and give like the, the insight to behind the scenes that you're not going to get anywhere else. And then twofold, any, you know, all the business connections, connections, rather all the sort, all the other stuff that we've been able to do and opportunities we've been given for, you know, collaborations we've done or whatever the case may be. You know, you'll have people that reach out to you that are fans of what you do and, you know, this is a platform we can even invite some of those people on and say, hey, like, tell your story, you know, cross pollinate some audiences because, 
you know, you see that and everyone makes jokes like, you know, everybody and their mother's got a podcast now. Right. But there's, there's strategy to it because there's mutually beneficial things for, you know, perfect example, just dishing right here. We're, you know, diversity showing, you know, we have feelers in a lot of different areas. We got some awesome friends of the brand that are dope and super creative and well thought out. Matt Tudes with your conquer idea, you guys are going to be able to share the show with your followings, your people. They're going to listen. They'll give the podcast a follow. They check out some apparel and it's all beautiful cycles, baby. That's what it's about, man. That's I think you hit young crowd is about. That's what this new generation is like. Everyone is concerned about the rat race, but it's not. It's like we can, there's room for everybody. And the sooner you accept that and work towards that, the better it is for everybody who's trying to do something that they are passionate about or whatever the case may be. I think you hit that perfect there, Benny, with the cross pollination of just all the different brands. And I mean, Matt, is it the Woods hoodie that, that you got from Dishon like a little while ago? Oh, he's pulling it up right now. He's rocking his just Dishon stuff out in Boston. I was the boys, yeah, I would, uh, I'd be wearing this for, the, for the, the content piece. 41 minutes. I said it in the, in the show here. But, earlier, I'd be wearing it, but our, our AC is out. It's like, oh, no. In here, so. It's uh it's cool too because you see stuff like that right like matt matt wears that out in boston like my hat right here is a, a guy that matt and i went to high school with that has a lacrosse stringing business and like i've never played lacrosse and like you know you guys with with justition having the connections with you know hockey players football players even whoever it's just support your friends i think is a big message because I think you see so many people starting new ventures, whatever it might be, right? Like, you know, people doing anything, you know, like their posts on Facebook or Instagram, share them to your story, retweet it. Like that stuff costs you nothing. And if you can afford it, buy the hat for 20 bucks or the hoodie for 40 bucks or whatever it is and just support these people because that's what it is, right? It's just, it's all going to be a cycle. And like you said, Benny, there's room for everyone and it's just build each other up and there's room for everybody to grow and succeed here. Yeah. Cause the more you get in front of different people, the more people you have a chance to essentially pitch your product to in a lot of ways where it's like, you're going to keep finding people along the way, along the, you know, the path along the, with the journey and everything. So it's just about that support, the camaraderie, like-mindedness. And I don't know, man, it's, it's just good stuff. It's, it's fun to see. And, you know, that mutual support, mutual interest, it's, it's key. And when you're going out doing your own thing, you know, again, I'm still in a lot of ways so new at all this. I, I like to, to take that approach because it's true. There's, it's been a, you know, it initially started in high school for us, but there's so many different layers to all this. There's so much you can constantly learn. And, you know, again, with that cross pollination tutor where, you know, that's, you're not only doing that with audiences that it, it trickles down with ideas, ways of thinking strategies, you know, it's all good stuff in, in my opinion. So, you know, 
we've been benefit, you know, we've benefited from that. So reciprocating that onto others and newer things is, is very important. Um, but that's my long winded spiel. I'm, I'm done here. I'm done yeah, with that. But, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. But, uh, Matt, shouts, to, shout out to you. Keeping that hoodie nice and handy though. We'll, we'll hit you up for a product review, even though they're sold out. Sorry, everybody shouldn't have slept on them. Um, I get so many compliments on that. So. Yeah. Good. We, we love to hear that quality material, great stitching. It, it's a beautiful piece. Beautiful piece. Yeah, Not to toot our own horn, but it's a, yeah, that was having that one done fired me up. Um, I want to transition a little bit here. All right. You know, I can't believe we're almost at 45 minutes, but I'd be remiss if I did not ask about, and I already see Tudor snarking and it just makes me so happy. I think I know what's coming. I, oh boy. I got to ask about the club hockey at ND. Oh, I got to yeah. ask you, it was quoted your illustrious club hockey career at Notre Dame. I had a, that. yeah. So go ahead here. A great two year career. Uh, I, I would, it's not club hockey. No, uh, that's, that's the people that can actually play hockey. It was, uh, intramural, oh, intramural excuse me. Yep. Yep. Um, so my roommate actually played club hockey. He's, great skater, great player. Um, and he had all sorts of extra, extra pads, extra gear. So he hooked me up with everything I needed. Um, and the only problem was I, I didn't skate as a kid, like growing up in Western New York skated a few times. Like, so I would actually, during my lunch breaks between classes, I'd grab my skates, I'd go over to the ice rink and I'd, I'd go to open skate, like teach myself how to skate. Um, so I did that for probably almost a year, teaching myself how to skate, getting a little bit better on all that, and then played played two years of, of inner hall hockey um, with a nice fourth line. And there were people ranging from kids that played on their um, national teams to club hockey players. They'd have the gold Irish helmets, so you could always tell which kids were going to be racing laps around me. Um, but all, all my friends would go to the games just to, to see if I would fall or to, to see if I would eat it. Um, and my roommate, I, I made a bet with one of my friends that I wouldn't fall. I think it was like winner, uh, loser by Chipotle, something like that. Um, and my roommate who was on the ice, was in on, was trying to sabotage it. So every time he came by me, he would hit me with his stick or like give me a nudge or something. Um, I didn't fall, so I, I won that bet. Um, but I go. do have one career shot on goal. I didn't lift it off the ice, but I, I thought it snuck past the uh, the goalie's uh, uh, skate, but he, he, he snagged it. Um, so uh, one shot on goal. Um, but it was so much fun. And like, if I'm back out in Buffalo soon, I got all my gear and I'm ready to go. Oh, we'll get some ice. We'll rip it up too. We'll do. It. We'll toss it up. We'll go golf. We'll go a little skate sesh back to the course. It'll be great. Yeah, but all right. So you said it didn't go off the ice. Were you? I gotta ask though. Were you playing defense? Were you going for a tip, or were you legitimately trying to snipe that thing? Oh, okay. So here's here's the full scene. I'm a guy with the puck skating around the net. Before you start though, you're essentially gonna give us a highlight of the Pittsburgh Penguins in the playoffs this year. Oh my god. Uh, 
I'll let that one settle for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry, my New York Islanders. Can we, can we mute him? <laughs> oh, dudes. Oh, I'm loving the Islanders are beating the Bruins. Oh. And I, uh, I get chirped a bunch. Um, That's but, okay. Tudor doesn't have to switch teams for the misery like I do. So he wins this argument no matter which way I try to slice it. It's fine. Uh, but I mean, if you're for, sorry, Maddie, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, guy, guy, teammate wrapping around the net. I'm cutting towards the towards the goal. He passes one off to me. Try and get a little little one timer wrister, and oh. yeah, fail to lift it off the ice. Uh, just basically slide it to the goalie. A little curling shot. Oh yeah. Nah, that a boy. Hey, it's all about placement, though. Oh yeah. Shoot or shoot. Yeah. <laughs> You miss 100% of the shots you never take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Everyone knows that. Yeah, sure. You could have looked to pass, and you didn't. You just looked to rip it. That's what that's what really matters. But yeah, I I got to confess, Tudor in the group earlier, he mentioned he specifically mentioned I had to ask that question. So I wanted to make sure I snuck that in at some point to break it up from the conquer stuff. But well, yeah, if we, mean, if we want to get away from that, we can talk about me uh, cream and Tudor. Oh and- yeah. What happened? Oh, I'm just always smacking him silly out on the golf course. Oh, yeah. okay. If so, he's, what's if the he's not, here? What's the handicaps? So I if he's, if he's not my partner, um, he's he's usually beaten me. I think I've beat him once ever straight up um, uh, last summer. But, yeah, usually Matt's my partner if we do, like, a two-person best ball, which is great for me because um, I can kind of just, like, crack a beer and – you know, hit some golf shots and, and let Matt do all the work there. But <laughs> hey. yeah, yeah, Matt, how how bad do you think you beat me every round in South Carolina last month? It it wasn't that close. <laughs> I mean, to be <laughs> fair though, to be well, fair though, I think I think Matt's sandbagging a little bit right now. Yeah. I mean, this kid, this kid, given me one stroke. What's his handicap? Oh my god! It I'm should sitting, be like a four. I'm sitting at like a seven point seven five seven six, but yeah, I I was playing at like a four a couple of years ago. I just haven't been yeah. playing playing enough. Yeah, I hear you. I I was the same. I think the highest I ever was was probably about a six or a seven, and I'm I'm way back down in like I guarantee like the twelve thirteen range. Like it's I'm I'm very hit or miss the past few years, but it's it's crazy how fast. Like how fast you can lose it in golf if you don't play a lot. Yeah. Right. Like you get in those grooves where you're playing a ton and everything just feels great. And then if you're not playing a lot, it's just, it's frustrating. Right. Cause you're just like, I'm not playing well at all. (laughs) Just no consistency. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, It's a funny game, man, but it's a good, good mental workout. And, it's an absolute blast to just be out in the sunshine ripping it up with the boys. Yeah, but sure. um, no, I, you know, we'll get, I'm sure, you know, when, when Maddie gets out here and stuff, we set up some golf outings. We're going to have some great stories. Maybe we'll even be mic'd up for those for a little content. Oh, we'll see man. how that goes. We'll see how that goes. We'll see what Derek can produce for us on that end because the fact of the matter is we're not going to have our captain in his usual form because he's going to be out there probably as my partner, just carving it up, just ripping drives, carrying two nineties. No problem. I see him smirking over there, Derek. You'll get it. I know you will. 
But anyways, I before we, we run out of time, I want to make sure to uh, a few more things regarding Conquer. But, you know, what what has been I asked you kind of the big already the biggest thing you've learned. But I want to ask what's been the most rewarding for you guys so far? I, I might sound similar in a lot, of, but I think it can be different. But personally for you, you know, to keep in mind, you guys both deal with allergies and stuff right through the food allergies so what's been kind of the most rewarding thing for you personally within yourselves yeah i think um like we we talked about before we, we've gotten some great feedback and mostly at first it was just just friends seeing our posts on instagram reaching out dming saying hey this is awesome like this would help a lot but then trying to to grow our brand a little bit and getting it outside of our our immediate circles, our family, our friends, um, getting some feedback from from people we, we don't even know, um, getting some, some sign up from people all over the place. Um, and I think that just really showed us how we really could make an impact with this. Um, and I think that's ideally the goal here, just ease people's minds when they go out to eat, because going out to eat should be fun. Like it shouldn't be so stressful and so anxiety inducing um that people don't even want to go out and do it um so i think that'll that will continue to be really rewarding and we've only seen a a small glimpse of it and i i think that impact could be could be really big coming here soon what about you toots yeah kind of kind of along the same lines there i mean just the comments when when someone either comes up to you when they see you or shoot you a DM or something like that. And they say, Hey, this would be so incredible for me or my son or my daughter or whoever. Uh, it just kind of reinforces the fact that we're doing something really positive here. And I think the other part of it is just, it's just fun, man. Like get it, you know, you're putting in the extra work, you know, after hours, you know, we're all working full-time jobs during the day and then we're doing this, you know, either in the evening or chipping away on the weekend or whatever it is, but doing it with a couple people that are, that are good friends and, and people you enjoy working with and talking to just makes it that much better. And it, it really doesn't feel like work sometimes when you're putting in those extra hours. Yeah. And I, I definitely feel that it's, it's work at the end of the day, but what it feels like it is important to where it's it's what you want it's something you want to be doing right mm -hmm. but look this has been awesome uh fantastic episode i don't have a shame putting a couple minute cap on it here because i want to make sure we give matt and toots time to plug the socials the websites what to keep an eye out for here for the last couple minutes so everybody can follow them check out their work because matt's going to be a recurring guest on this show just to just that's the way it is. Sorry, sorry to burst anyone's bubble who who hasn't liked this, but it's gonna it's gonna continue. You know, stay updated because this is an awesome venture. It's really important. It's gonna have a big impact, and most people listening, somebody you know and love is gonna benefit from this. So we're gonna continue to to talk about it. You know, going forward, checking with Tudes on it, but obviously too have Matt back again, but. Matt Tews, go ahead, plug all the socials, the websites and everything so people can check everything out. Yeah, I think 
We're on Instagram at, at conquer underscore allergies um, website, www.conquerallergies.com. Um, and then on both pages, there's links to subscribe, stay updated with us. Uh, we'll be firing off some, some emails once we get things rolling with restaurants. And then really a uh, big ask of people with food allergies that could benefit from this. If you're out to eat, um, we could use some help uh, tell, telling restaurants like, hey, this would be a great service to partner with. Um, and that, that I really think is how we'll be able to grow. Yeah, absolutely. And just, um, you know, staying, staying with it. Anyone that wants to just follow, subscribe, anything like that, that 100% means a ton to us, helps our cause. And, you know, if you, your family member, whoever has a restaurant and you're interested in, uh, in partnering up, just shoot us a DM on any of our accounts and, you know, we'll be happy to, to start talking. I actually had a lead on a restaurant that would be interested uh, to it's uh, Borelli's in Long Island. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. Had to get one more in there, baby. Oh, thanks man. everybody. This has been just dishing it episode 15. I'm going to pick on Toots a little more off camera. Just kidding. I had to throw another one in there. Thank you guys so much. Like subscribe, share, obviously don't forget to check out conquer. Um, we'll be back next week for a brand new episode. Yeah, and thank you so much for the support. And we will see you next week. Thanks, everybody. See you.